You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before, and you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores, you don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur. If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for. It's not a car. It's not a bus. Hop on board, you're safe with us. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the bandwagon. Go Rams, go now, come on in, all aboard. Uh, we're still employed as, as far as the, the last time I checked. We're still employed with this uh, <laughs> on the bandwagon. So that means we are still on the bandwagon, right? Was was there a question? Did I, well, you think I th- your I login thought, wasn't going to work or something? No, I thought once the, I thought once the Rams were out, like they might be like, ah, well, thanks for everything. You go with the team, but yeah. maybe they they believe in us the same way they do the Rams. Is, See, is that employed it? by the Rams podcast? Welcome to the bandwagon of which we are the hosts. I'm Larry Morgan. That is Kevin Schatz. Uh, employed would imply. That in some form we get compensated. Um, yeah, good point. Yes. Other than <laughs> just uh, you know the just just the the pure joy of being able to root for a team that we love, and uh, of course the camaraderie, the brotherhood, the uh, you know whatever this vibe is between you and I. Yeah, you call it what you uh, want, Larry. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, Larry, camaraderie, bro- yeah, brotherhood. Uh huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what this mm-hmm. is. Yeah, that's what I believe it is. I, 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 I it's, it's sad that it's coming out now that you have a different feeling. And this is maybe this is a great time with uh, the Ram season over to be um, in some. We could just turn this into a, a therapy sesh. You know, a therapeutic uh, in podcast. the off season. 
Yes, yeah. of our just our relationship specifically. We won't we won't get a like a mediator or a therapist. It will just be you no. and I acting as our own just, therapist for our own relationship because that's what this is. It yeah. is a it is a, it is a working relationship, yes. and clearly we are on very different pages in terms of this brotherhood. Um, yeah. uh, oh, that's, title that's, that you put on that us. is worth exploring. How do you how does that make you feel hearing <laughs> what I say about <laughs> about our relationship? You know what the only I'm, word. Maybe, maybe listeners can apply this to their own life. Maybe they have, uh, you know, uh, some sort of, uh, you know, complicated relationship such as this one in, in their lives, and it can help clarify things for them. Uh, so okay. I, I think we're doing a service here. Really. Maybe, maybe it's just a relationship with the Rams themselves. That's a relationship, too. We as fans... That's a- that's a complicated a one as well with the yes. team. Yes, I have. You know what? I, it's kind of a joke, but it's actually true. We yeah. like. I think about. <laughs> I think about my relationship to sports teams, and man, they can they can uh, they can mess with my emotions more than actual human life relationships can. Yes. And, yes. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get too deep, but you know, sometimes being a, a sports fan, you can you feel as if you are in a an abusive relationship. I know and people, and people are you know on the outside are wondering. Why do you stay in it? That all they do is disappoint you and hurt you. Why? Why can't you move on? Why can't you go look at your 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 handsome, glistening, shining friend up in Northern California and look how well, dude? You could go ahead. You could you could be a part of that that you know be 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 happy. It's like yeah. no, no. Why would I do that? No. Um, I have so literally I have to examine, you know, I've these, literally described my, my, um, my fandom of the Dodgers. Cause I, I'm look, I, I brought it up many times on this podcast. I'm a huge mm-hmm. Dodger fan. I'm a huge Rams sure. fan, but I've been a lifelong Dodger fan because they've Big been time. here my entire life and I've been here my entire life. And what's interesting without, without getting too, again, too deep or psychological, I realized that a relationship with a sports team a lot of times and you can you can argue if you think if you think otherwise but it's kind of a one-sided relationship now teams do a good job of being part of the community i i yes. so so there is, there is certainly some argument to be made there but in in terms of what i can control i i can't control what the team does they're going to perform the way they're going to perform and you can't in a relationship either but i can at least control like what I communicate to a team or how I show up for them. And after the Dodgers had like some stinker years of, I mean, look, they've been a great, great team, but getting eliminated early in the playoffs, I had Mm -hmm. to spend last season sort of disengaging myself a little, little bit. I won't say like I wasn't as big of a fan, but I put way less stock on my emotional well-being being totally fulfilled by this team's success or failure. You know, does that that make sense? Absolutely. That's I mean, that's the interesting thing about being a fan is that uh, you, you, we all hear about stories and and sometimes they're kind of mocked in, in you know, things like Silver Linings Playbook, for instance, uh, which was uh, a movie that came out with Bradley Cooper and Jennifer okay. Lawrence and Robert De Niro plays the father and they're Eagles fans. And it goes to such extremes that it is literally a psychosis. It's not just a neurosis. It's a it's yeah. something so much. And, and uh, we all have known. I mean, I have in my lifetime known uh, a Raiders fan who would get so upset watching games that a commemorative helmet did go through a TV screen (laughs) at one point. I mean, we, we know those guys, you, you you can put too much emotional stock in it. And the problem is when you do that, then you literally are just set because 
being able to win a championship and go really far and, 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 and find that satisfaction, that is, that is a very difficult thing for a team to do. And as a fan, when you're continually just getting, you know, close, but, but no cigar, when you have a, a colossal failure of a collapse, like the Los Angeles Dodgers, as they head into just a miserable, it's just like, Oh, look at this payroll. And oh, look at this talent. And then just to, just to fall off the cliff after, you know, a, the first series and uh, considering who they were playing and just, and the, the, the yeah. misery yep. that uh, they must've all felt yes. about that. Just horrendous yes. performance yes. in that uh, round of the playoffs uh, mm-hmm. in baseball. You're, the end of you your know, thought you, is, you invest too much in that and you are putting yourself through an emotional ringer. But I also think there's probably a study on this, this done somewhere about the, the cathartic nature of what sports can do in order for people to process other uh, yeah. emotional trauma. But if it takes the place of dealing with other <laughs> emotional yeah. trauma, then that's, that's where it could be unhealthy. It's like, I'm going to put all my joy or all my aggression in rooting for a sports team. And yes. that can that can get pretty extreme. Or on the complete opposite end of it, if you're just a big dum-dum and you <laughs> go to a game where it's 14 below in Buffalo and you go and you're the guy who goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to show how much of a fan I am by painting my chest and leaving my shirt off the whole time. And so right around the time they are uh, having to essentially amputate your nipples because of the intense frostbite (laughs) that you're not able to recover from you big dumb Uh, plus lose the game. Uh, wide right, wide right, wide right. Is that a phrase that's going to drive people crazy? I mean, you can't really, really uh, dig yourself deep. So yeah, I have sympathy for the intense fan. And I think as a fan podcast and as fans uh, coming from the fan perspective and not so much the sports perspective as a Rams fan, I think we've done a pretty good job of maintaining, you know, balancing our admittedly disappointment with keeping the positives alive, which yeah. is about all that's going to keep us fueled through the off season as we try and figure out what kind of freaking team are we going to have next? I mean, you can't help but think about what's ahead because yeah. you know we're in this weird middle ground of a bunch of young players and some maturing ones. And how is that going to play out? You know? So, well, yeah, and, and and just quick thought: if you had amputated nipples on your "Welcome to the Bandwagon" bingo card, make sure you uh-huh. make sure you check that off. Just, yeah, don't, just that don't, off. Wanna, yeah. don't want that to get lost in it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, you bring up a good point. You know, the the I, what I will say is there's so much promise to this team. Um, you know, one of the pieces of news that just came out was that four of the rookies on the Rams were named to the NFL's all-rookie team. So the fact that we have four guys, and, and that was tied with the Lions for the most rookies for any team. So, you know, we have this, this unexpectedly, um, like, talented core. We knew there was talent, but to be talented this early, um, I think could spell out a lot of hope and a lot of success for next year. And and like you said, where does, where do the names like Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald, and these all time greats, um, where do they fit into the equation? Um, and, um, you know, I don't have the answer. I'm just a podcast host, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And and where are we going to fall in the draft this year? We know we're still playing catch up a little bit from, from the Matthew Stafford trade, frankly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, what we gave up to, you know, obviously the, the Rams did a phenomenal job with who they drafted, um, in lower positions this this past season. So the fact is, you know, we could do that again. Puka Nakua clearly went well beyond what his initial promise might be. That was such a, a great call. Steve uh, Avila starting on, mm-hmm. on that front line for the offense. Uh, and, the, and the list goes on and on. As, as you said, the, mm-hmm. the number of rookies <laughs> that yep. made the all re- Plus, we, you know, and a, and a rookie making the Pro Bowl. I mean, I don't know yeah. if you noticed it uh, because the announcement was made like weeks ago and just goes to show you the the power and impact that the Pro Bowl has on us. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, the because the, really, these days, it's not so much about who makes the uh, Pro Bowl, but who's going to show up for the Pro Bowl. Yeah. First of all, you've got teams in the playoffs who yep. are uh, definitely not going to go because yep. uh, they are going to continue with their playoff run. And then you've got guys who are like, yeah, you know, like Matthew Stafford, you know, he made the Pro Bowl. Good for mm-hmm. him. That's a, that's mm-hmm. an amazing thing as as essentially the third choice. But for him, it's like, do I want to go and play even just what it essentially amounts to a flag football game that, on that, the well, off chance that I might have, you know, a, a, even just a tiny chance of a season ending injury in my off season. I don't know. And I think this year again, they're, they're literally doing flag football. Like they're literally doing the, um, the, what do they call them? The pro bowl games. And it's the team Eli and team Peyton, which I think is fun, but yeah, it does feel like for, I mean, Matthew Stafford's a great example, you know, in terms of, of football age and aging player. And, you know, I think the I think these Pro Bowl games are really just more for young guys who, I mean, it'll be it'll be the rookies showing up who aren't afraid of getting injured yes. right now. Um, right. But you're, you're right. I I admire what the NFL did with the Pro Bowl games just to try something different because clearly right. the, the the Pro Bowl the game actual game itself, itself was yeah, nobody terrible. cared about. No nobody wanted watching. to show up for. Yeah. No, no. So at least they're trying something. But it, I, honestly, they have the same problem. Uh, in in the NBA, where the the game every year is just like a bunch of a bunch of really tall, rich dudes, sort of lobbing balls up and <laughs> dunking them home, and there's no competition to it, and it's like there's got to be something more worthwhile. <laughs> 
it looks like the street here. ball competition that you know this started to get coverage on ESPN a few years back. Yeah, hey, you know yeah. the Pro Bowl. Maybe they should in, instead of players, they should uh, choose podcast hosts. Yes, of, in, of each team to come and face off head to head. And boy, if you ever want to see a bunch of inept non-athletes stumble around on a field and i mean it's it is going to be non-stop injuries there's going to be a lot of like bending over grabbing your your knees going hold on can we can hold on a second hold on can we tell do we have any more time out you know you got to give each team like 15 timeouts just to you know they get their breath back and go over for a a snack and some juice just to kind of get that. <laughs> some orange peels, that, please. That would be fascinating. I think. Uh, anyway. I don't know if you remember Larry, but earlier, uh, earlier this season, I did, uh, I did take my kicking skills out to the streets. And um, if you recall, I did not have a football in my apartment. So instead of kicking a football, I kicked a somewhat football shaped dog toy um, right. and it went terribly. It went terribly. Yeah. So the answer is uh, yes. I will be the kicker for the uh, for the Pro Bowl games featuring podcast hosts from from teams around the league. Uh, maybe Odyssey. Maybe Odyssey is all about this idea. We get all the Odyssey podcast hosts. You think you know? Considering Odyssey's budget, they'll probably fly us to a mutual lo location to all play a game together, right? That's yeah. that's something. Yeah. That's something reasonable. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can all meet in Topeka. I think and. Uh, <laughs> At a local high school field in the middle, <laughs> Heck yeah, Heck in the yeah. middle of winter. Let's do it. Hey, wow. um, so look, we uh, we just came off of uh, a pretty a pretty cool set of games in the playoffs, and as we no longer have uh, any of our uh, formal allegiances in in the in the hunt right now, uh, you have shifted your focus to former Ram Jared Goff, yeah. uh, the Detroit Lions, pulling off. Uh, a pretty big win for the city of Detroit, yeah. who uh, really showed up. That that I mean that stadium was rocking and yep. just looked like the it looked like the world's largest Hanukkah celebration is the first thing <laughs> I thought of because just of the of the colors in there. It did but look very Hanukkah. Yes, talk about. I mean, say what you want about uh, Detroit, and I know you've really bagged on them on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm the yeah. Uh, Kevin Schatz uh, is the one that did all that. Yes, they know right. how to color coordinate, <laughs> and they showed up uh, to yeah. to support. So they that sure was did. pretty exciting. I mean, all the games were. Pretty, there pretty was the blowout this weekend, right? There was everything was pretty. The Ravens, the Ravens, Ravens, Texans was a little bit of a, it, it was a close game for the first half, which yeah, was nice, and then game, Ravens kind of pulled yeah, away. Yeah, pulled yeah. away. Yeah, and then same thing kind of happened with the Lions Bucks. It was a pretty close game most of the game, I think, even into the third quarter. But then then the Lions kind of pulled away. Yeah. Baker Mayfield sure made that game interesting, though. I mean, he looked he looked like that Baker Mayfield who played the that amazing game with for the Rams a few years back. You know. Yeah. The, the guy's got got legit talent for sure. I mean, he's, and he may have found himself a real home now. Might might have secured himself a starting position going forward, and they could move past Tom Brady to get into the playoffs and to and to have that mm -hmm. kind of showing against the the Lions. I think uh, I kind of feel like I mean, if if somehow the Buccaneers had pulled off an upset over the Lions, I th I think I would have been. Um, maybe inclined to root for him with, you know, so just too. because of his, his Rams connection mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and wanting to, wanting to kind of have that great story. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, to me, it's, it's, it's looking more and more I, I, looking way ahead and I'm not a, a, 
uh, predictor. Uh, but then anybody in sports who predicts is always wrong anyway, so it doesn't <laughs> yeah, matter. Not either, it turns out. Yeah, <laughs> it could be very a, a very boring one seed versus one seed because yeah. uh, San Francisco and Baltimore both look pretty impressive and. Yep. Um, they they look like championship caliber teams, and unless somebody else just steps up and 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 does something pretty surprising, I don't think that's gonna that would be a bad Super Bowl to be honest. Yeah, uh, I think those two teams uh, at each other. But look, we still got a ways to go. I think uh, if Detroit can play like they did, um, uh, since uh, since Sunday, yeah. Uh, that, could be um that could be the maybe the outlier for me that's like huh? they're looking pretty pretty strong so yeah. yeah well you got you got yeah as you kind of spelled out you got the ravens and the chiefs and right. ravens are are the favorite but it's 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 hard to say that because any team that has patrick mahomes with the with you know under center is is you can't count them out um so that team yeah. could show up they'll have the taylor swift factor they'll have they'll, they might have they might have jason kelsey shirtless up in the box again i don't know i mean I don't know if they'll, but such a was, juxtaposition uh, and i think jason kelsey knew exactly what he was doing it's like i know the camera's going to be up here oh yeah every time something decent happens for the chiefs so next to this global superstar who is oh, yeah. dressed in the most fashionable NFL wear possible, you know, made up, looking great, just absolutely at just a, a, a height of, of fashion and celebrity. I am going to take my shirt off and grab a beer yep. and be up here just scratching my belly, rooting on. He's the he's the big dumb. I don't care how protected that that booth yeah. is up there it's you cold no it was cold yeah. right and that beer by the way cold. that beer looked like a little kid juice box in those giant man hands it looked like he was holding a little <laughs> tiny mini soda can in that and and that, that is a grizzly man of a bear right there man the hairy ch so at least that's going to help keep him warm but i was that man was very excited and you're right way to take advantage of your of your opportunity knowing all right we could look up here and see taylor swift giggling along and cheering or i can really give him something to talk about and uh, yeah. and he did he did a great job Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm um, trying to close in on the uh, what what brand of beer he was drinking. And it's it's very hard for me to see. And, it, and it's hard for me to look past uh, the uh, the the very large. I mean, for for a true a world class athlete and uh, and potentially a Hall of Famer uh, for Jason being, you know, Jason Kelsey. Yeah, uh, he he does not look like an athlete in his prime. He looks like my cousin Lewis. You know, <laughs> cousin, Lewis cousin Lewis on a Sunday after after uh, drinking too many beers and uh, and getting mad at the Cowboys and ripping his shirt off and and screaming. I cannot yeah. see what kind of beer he's, uh, well, he's drinking I, there. I, I too am looking at the photo, and at first I thought maybe Bud Light, but no, that the lettering is oh. different. But uh, regardless mm -hmm. of 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 whether we're able to identify this beer or not, I want you to know that you've now um, you've now made it so that Jason Kelsey topless is in my search history forever. <laughs> and, uh, and when the See, feds come I was knocking, smart. I was smart. 
I I I I typed Jason Kelsey shirtless, which was ah, yes, a, li- yes. a little more tasteful. <laughs> yeah, leave it to leave it to Larry Morgan to be the more tasteful one on the Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast. Uh, well, so maybe we'll have Jason Kelsey things to talk about, and then and then as you mentioned, the uh, Detroit Lions, San Francisco 49ers. The only take I have on that game is that the Lions have looked great. The Niners kind of started their game this weekend a little bit rusty, but it appears they that rust was shaken off very quickly. So it's going to be yeah. hard to get through that team. I was I don't know if you recall my I was my prediction was Lions Ravens, um, and what I was hoping for was Lions Bills. Obviously, the Bills lost in in another amazing matchup between the Chiefs and Bills. That's just becoming the the matchup of the decade. But um, yeah, I'm I'm still pulling for the Lions. I just want to see him go all the way. I think that would be really fun to see a team that has been so terrible for so long just come into the uh, playoffs for the first time in 30 plus years and just and just barrel on through them. I, I would love to see Jared Goff uh, get his shining moment. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We got a few more weeks to figure that out. Yeah, 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 we do. I mean, we'll know after next weekend who will be going to uh, the big game. Are we even allowed to say? I guess we can say Super Bowl. We're just, we're, we're journalists, essentially. We're reporters. We're, yes, we're that's right. And, about, and you know yeah. what? We're also above the law. Let's face it, Larry Morgan. We're above yeah, rules. We're we rebels. Can, we we rebels. do what we want. Super Bowl, yeah. oh, Super right. Bowl, Super Bowl. And $50,000 each time. <laughs> thank you, Kevin Schatz. Thank you, Kevin Schatz. And thank you, Kevin Schatz, for citing the trademarked uh, name of that big championship game for the organization that has been more litigious uh, than perhaps any other in the history of corporations. So Even- you go right on ahead. Even more than I'm not even going to say it. Uh, I got I got to look up his name because I'm too afraid to. I'm literally well, too uh, ready to. You know what, guy? Michael yeah. Michael Buffer. Yeah, even even more than him. <laughs> it's a that's close. That's him, really him close. and the NFL going head to head. I've even started, even said the first couple of words. I know. I don't know. Yeah, I'll bleep something out there for sure. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, we're we're just beginning to adjust into what our Rams offseason is going to look like. Uh, you know, there's still a lot to do. I'm sure for the most part, coaches and staff and players are just kind of uh, letting the, the, you know this the season kind of die down. But they're but they're looking at already. I know you know where their draft position is, who is currently in the mix, and uh, what start formulating what kind of holes they're going to fill and also how much is personnel going to change you know i i don't un, i don't know our our uh unre- unrestricted draft uh, mm-hmm. uh free sure. agent situation uh i don't know who's going to be looking for other jobs or who they might you know set up for a trade or into the next season but um i tr- i do trust these guys that they're going to get the best bang for their buck depending on uh, where we fall in the draft and what is available out there. And I'm sure they're thinking about that. I think they have to think about uh, the idea of, do we have somebody seriously to back up Matthew Stafford? And yeah. uh, in the years to come, Carson Wentz, also a very mature player, been around for a while, yeah. you know, solid backup, but you know, who's the future? And, and also, this is a question I would love to talk to a draft expert and ah, say, good thing I'm here then. <laughs> yes, maybe you can answer this for me, Kevin. Draft I'm expert shots. Far from it. How how high do you draft a kicker? This is a serious oh. question because they are so valuable and yet 
so much thought of as sometimes an afterthought. I mean, very many times teams get get great kickers from other teams that are yeah. released or they don't have room on the roster or, 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 you know, they're looking for a pay raise or whatever, because kickers are probably not the highest paid guys in the world. But yeah. if you've got a draft, a draft pick and you've got some kicker coming out of college, who was just, just a stud nailing, right? 54 yeah. and, and just right down the middle and so consistent and never misses and just always relied on helps win games and ice cold. I mean, mm-hmm. do you, do you take him? And I, yeah. I, I that's that's something I'm going to since you are clearly not a draft expert. I, uh, I, here are the here are the only thoughts that I have on that. One is that I think it was I think there were only like three kickers taken in last in last year's draft. Yeah. I think I think for whatever reason I obviously don't have the answer to this, but for whatever reason I think teams figure they can either uh, buy out old contracts, find someone from another team, or maybe they're not putting. Uh, the emphasis that they should be because the other thought I had literally just today was talking to a coworker about how, you know, it sometimes it's so it's so heartbreaking seeing a team just lose one game and be out. And we were talking about this idea of like, why aren't there series in NFL football? And obviously it's because, you know, bodies take a lot of beating in games that you can't really play a, a three to five game series of football in a short amount of time. So teams really have to build themselves to be able to win a single game, a huge single game. And guess what a huge part of winning just one game is? It's a kicker. It's making your field goals and your extra points. And so I think you bring up a great point, Larry. I think that like, if you're a team that really considers yourself a competitor, you might go out and draft a really high kicker to make sure that you have that taken care of when the big moments come. Yeah. It looks like there have been... There have been five kickers picked in the first round. Ever. Wow. And the highest in the history of the NFL was in 1966 <laughs> when Charlie Gogolak was picked as the number six pick in the draft by the always perfectly like just on top of it uh, football club from Washington, D.C., formerly known as Orangekins. Uh They picked... <laughs> Charlie Charlie Gogolak in the first round, he ended up having like a seventy-five percent of his field goals. <laughs> so that, was, by the way, that is a Charlie Go Go Gadget Leg Gogolak. Uh, that, uh, that's that's Go Go Gadget Leg. Wow, <laughs> Go Gadget uh, Leg. Because because Inspector Inspector Gadget, gadget not even around huge in the nineteen sixties. Yes, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> we should. The, uh, Probably the biggest uh, success uh, in a first-round kicker was Sebastian Janikowski with the Raiders, who uh, yes. was uh, fantastic. And Tony Zendejas. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that name. Picked up uh, uh, by also the uh, Washington Football Club back in 1984. Wow. Anyway, wow. Uh, right. I just want to know, are the Rams going to get a kicker? Uh, that could come in handy <laughs> going forward. That's, yeah, wow. I don't I'm, know why that's so top of mind with me. There are probably bigger holes to fill. You know, get some more support for Aaron Donald back there. Uh, shore up that offensive line. I think, you know, all the right pieces are in place, but man, uh, we got to get a reliable kicker. I'm just saying. Well, as I stated earlier, I've already started my kicking training. I start with dog toys. I'm working my way up to uh, to uh, different shaped balls along the way, and eventually a football will be in the mix. So, Rams, your prayers have been answered. Kevin Schatz's uh, golden leg 
the go go gadget leg, as I call it, <laughs> is uh, is is going to be ready for action in uh, seven to ten years, probably yeah. at this rate. I, yeah. I, I'm looking forward. To, let's let, we'll contact Rams uh, PR and get those uh, tryouts going. And uh, this this could be a huge story. This could be big. This, this could be bigger than Rudy. People will be will be chanting shots, shots, shots. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, I'll get little John to do that for us. We'll have we'll have little John uh, just <laughs> really shot this adapt, out. <laughs> adapt his, his worldwide hit <laughs> to just to be about you. This will be all oh, about me. Yes, Lord. make it all about I, me as we do. Hey, folks, this is the kind of stuff you're going to get now that the Rams are no longer in the mix in the playoffs uh, during this offseason. But we will be giving you extensive coverage of the playoffs <laughs> as we as had towards the uh, the big game, or as uh, Kevin Schatz called it, <laughs> the Super Bowl. There we go. Find Back us three. every week here on the Odyssey app or anywhere you get your podcasts. We are the Rams fan podcast, but we are also a fan of the big sport known as the NFL, and we will be here for you. So uh, everybody, say it with me together. Shots. 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 I was I was this close to chanting amputated nipple. I was this close, but it just didn't quite have the same ring to shots. So. Yeah, it just doesn't. Uh, I, maybe I should have come up with a different body part, but it was the best <laughs> I could do. Welcome.